get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on GoToDobbs.com today. Bettner is currently speaking to the media here at Enterprise Center. Of course, the head coach of the Colorado Avalanche. Here's what he said about Darcy Kemper. Quote, he's capable of winning this game single-handedly. End quote. Yeah, we saw that already in one of these games. Remember game... But remember game... Okay. Yeah. This comes uh, just two days after Jared Bednar and his post-game press conference uh, more or less blamed his goalie for their loss in game number five. You know five. what we should do? We should ask a goaltender what that means. Let's talk to former NHL goalie Mike McKenna. The former NHL goalie joins us now via the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line as he has each and every Friday throughout the Blues season. Mike, we appreciate the time as always, man. Uh, do you agree with Jared Badner's assessment of Darcy Kemper that he can, quote, single-handedly win this game for the Avs? Well, I mean, he has before, and I think any goaltender in the NHL can. It's just that I don't think Kemper's really had to steal anything in playoffs. You know, that first round was a cakewalk against Nashville, um, and realistically, the Blues haven't pushed that hard. I mean, I know that there's been spurts and moments where the St. Louis has been able to grab the, the pace of play and get some shots towards Kemper, but we can't really look at any of the first five games and ostensibly say that the Blues outplayed Colorado. I really don't believe that. Game two is about as close as it got, okay? Game two was definitely better, but they haven't been dominant performances. So, you know, if we're looking at Kemper to steal a game, how many times were goalie faces 25 or 30 shots and you look at it like a stolen win? And so if that's going to be the case, I'm looking at this from the Blues' perspective. they got to put a ton of rubber on net and get a ton of grade-A chances if we're even going to be talking about Kemper having to steal a game. Yeah, and that's kind of my thought process with this also, Mike, because, I mean, I don't know if they've solved Darcy Kemper, but Darcy Kemper has struggled on the odd man rushes, the high-danger scoring chances. I think, uh, according to Money Puck, he's like the worst in the playoffs currently at like a 333. Have the Blues kind of figured out Darcy Kemper in this defense with Colorado after Game 5? Well, I think it's. A, I think Game 5 at least gave them some clues of what they need to do. And it's been no surprise that, the St. Louis Blues need to find ways to generate more on the rush because that's been their bread and butter all season long, man. It's been the rush. It's been the power play. And without having their speed through the neutral zone, because like one Colorado's done a good job of it, but two, I think the Blues didn't support well in a lot of the series so far. They haven't been able to get those rush chances. Well, they finally get them last game and, and look who it is. It's Buchnevich driving hard wide and making something happen, you know, and, and it's, 
Kyrie moving his feet into the zone. It's Thomas getting going. That's what the Blues really needed was their second and third lines going, especially the Thomas line. And I think with Kemper, yeah, he he's pretty aggressive on rush chances. Um, and, and he's, to me, looked like he's really struggled with traffic this series. And I think part of that is that he hasn't faced a lot of rubber. He hasn't faced 40 shots like some of these other goalies. And so you can kind of lull him into complacency. And you look at Bozak's goal, it wasn't a hard shot, but Kemper didn't fight hard enough to see the shot in the net. Now we're looking at a, coming back to St. Louis for game six. We're talking to Mike McKenna here on 101 ESPN, former NHL goalie. You can follow him on Twitter at Mike McKenna 56. You can also check out his work over at the Daily Faceoff. They do excellent work breaking down the postseason. Mike, I did want to ask you about Ville Husso, who it, it was a rough start for him in game five, and the Avs put a ton of shots on net. So part of it is just a rough start for the Blues overall. They had 18 shots to the Blues nine in the first period. What did you see from him, though, as that game continued? Because it seemed like he really settled in, maybe for the first time so far in this series. Usually you look at a game where a goaltender faces 34 shots and allows four goals, and you're you're not looking at that as being kind of a benchmark for a series. But I actually thought Huso was really good, okay? And, and I remember tweeting about midway through the game when everything thing seemed to be going downhill in Colorado's favor help this man with a, with a gift of Billy Uso. And he'd already allowed three goals at that point. And my thought process was this game might end up sixth or seventh to nothing. And guess what though? Blues get a goal from Tarasenko late in the second. It gave him life. And then in the third period, St. Louis was really good. Colorado quit playing. So it gave Huso a chance to make a difference in the game from the perspective that he only had to make several saves as it wore on. But I'm looking at the big save he made on the two on one chance that Josh Manson had about midway through the first period and Huso goes right to left makes a pad save and it was a shorthanded play okay so the Blues would have gone down I believe two nothing if that puck had gone in to me that was a massive jolt of adrenaline for Billy Huso and an affirmation that he could do it like so it's amazing guys like sometimes all it takes is one save to flip your mindset as a goalie and and to realizing I'm, I can do this. I'm here for a reason. And you have that confidence just instantly jolt through your body. To me, that save really had that effect. And I'm curious to see if Huso can continue that into game six tonight. With that being said, Mike, players are like that as well. You know, one goal after a rough playoff series can ignite a fire and I think Blues fans are hoping that can take place for Robert Thomas but you've been on the ice with these guys you've you've been in locker rooms with hockey players how important is it when a guy is going through something to get one goal or in Thomas's case two goals to spark some confidence on the ice biggest thing for me is that the player has to earn it you know if you're just standing in front and one goes off your leg whatever but look at Thomas's game okay way better way, way better in game five. Okay. He, he had the puck on his stick so much more often. He played with way more confidence and guess what? He had six shots on goal. Like to me, that means he was headed to the net and that he had a mission and that was to score. It wasn't to go out and be a playmaker and to throw sauce passes to your teammates and be the consummate, your consummate Adam Oates, right? Just filtering pucks and not taking the credit. I saw a little bit of killer instinct in Thomas that to me wasn't there before. And again, you've got to make it yourself and you can only do that with your feet. You can only do it when you're skating. And, you know, I even look at the, the Rangers in Carolina last night 
Gerard Gallant, who's the head coach of the Rangers, said after the game, he said, we just didn't move. There's too much reaching, reaching. We didn't use our feet, didn't check. That's exactly what I'd seen out of the Blues too often in the series against Colorado. The third period of Game 5, the Blues finally came alive, and that's the type that they've got to play again tonight to get this game to get this series to Game 7. Mike McKenna, final question for you. He's the former NHL goalie joining us here on BK and Ferrario. Uh, Mike, I've been really impressed all year, really, by what we've seen from Alexei Torpchenko, but especially in the last few games, what we've seen from him. And today, Craig Berube confirmed what we thought might be the case. He's going to be bumped up once again with that third line. He's going to play with Braden Shin and Jordan Cairo. What did you see from him in the last game? And do you like the decision to go with him on that third line alongside Shin and Cairo? I like it because it's rewarding a player who's done a great job and who's really had to work and earn it. Now, the hard part is that really the flip side of this is that Barbashev hasn't performed the way I expected, at least from an offensive standpoint. It hasn't been there at all for the Blues. He's had one assist in the series. Um, and Barbashev's done his job in terms of laying hits and being physical, but he can do that on the fourth line as well. What I've seen from Torpchenko that's so impressive for me is in limited ice time on the ice, you notice him every time he's out there, the way he carries the puck, the way he drives the net. And I think when you mix him in on that third line and put him with somebody like a Braden Shen who can control play, who can direct traffic, who can basically get the puck on Torpchenko's stick and let that guy stride, I think that's a good foil. And I think it really fits having a bit of range, too. He's so tall that pucks end up on a stick, and you know, you're hoping that he draws some of the attention so that you can get the puck over to Cairo and he can skate. So I love that Barube's rewarding Torpchenko. It's a bit situational, um, but I think this is a big stage for him. And I'm curious to see, especially how his, his speed and size works alongside Shen and Cairo. Mike, we appreciate the time as always, man. Looking forward to game six tonight. Hopefully we're talking to you next week as we're breaking down a potential Western Conference final for the Blues. I hope so. I will catch you in the building. I'll be there a little bit late, but I am looking forward to this one, man. Hopefully we've got a game seven on the docket here soon.